Come on, baby. Show me what you got. Sweet. Miss Clem, thank you for coming on the podcast. No worries. Hopefully you've been all good. How's your day been? Yeah, it's been good. Um, just chilling. Had a day off today. Um, yeah, nothing much. How's, how are you going? Yeah, pretty chill. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if you could um, give us an introduction as to who you are. Okay, so my name's Asia. Um, I play Tekken, and my main character is Anna and Katarina. Um, I'm from Wellington, um, fairly new to the FGC community, so I've been playing Tekken for about three years, so yeah, nothing much. I'm a, a professional makeup artist outside of Tekken, um, so that's what I do as a job. Um, I did travel across the world a lot for my job, but because of COVID, that has stopped, unfortunately, but I'm still grateful that I have my job to this day. So, yeah, makeup and beating beating people's asses. <laughs> with sass, with sass. Yes, with sass, 100%. <laughs> I have never met a girl named Asia. Is that quite a common name? Uh, no, it's a very unique name. Like, I've only come across, like, maybe, like, two or three other girls in my life that I've met with that game in person, or that name in person. So, it's very unique. Yeah. What is your ethnicity, if I may <clears> ask? <throat> uh, so, I'm Māori Samoan. Well, like, I'm also mixed with, like, uh, European um, from, like, my mum's side of the family, but I just pretty much say I'm Māori Samoan. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, you... Yeah, you... so I look very ethnic-looking. Yeah. <laughs> so how did we come across... How did you come across our scene? And Like, how did you... Were you ever a gamer growing up? Um, No, not necessarily. Like, I did play games a lot when I was younger, but, like... Obviously not competitively, but I would play here and there like Crash Bandicoot or Spyro back in the day. Um, I was a really big fan of the Kingdom Hearts franchise. I really loved yeah. those types of games, like um, adventure games and like just really long story story time games. Um, uh, Tomb Raider, those types of games where like it's kind of like a puzzle or strategy type of game. I really liked those types of games. But not really fighting games. I never really got into fighting games until, like, recently, until Tekken 7. Yeah. I mean, growing up, um, like, your <laughs> friends and stuff, girls as well, were they ever, like, how were they in terms of you, like, discovering yourself and your, your passions and stuff? Um, well, because I'm such an introvert, like... They were all kind of like, oh, yeah, she does her own thing and whatever. Like, they never really seen the the gaming side of thing is fun like as most girls would probably not yeah um they usually yeah they'd be like oh like that's so weird like how do you get into that type of game like there's so much stuff going on and it's just something that i like doing i like playing i like having fun playing games and then on the side doing makeup like it's a really fun thing before you came into tekken 7 what games were you playing um, so Kingdom Hearts, Tomb yeah. Raider. Um, I did play Virtual Fighters. I did play that game. I think I had that on PS3. Like growing up, because my family, we've always been like a, I would say like a gamer family. So we always had like uh, PS2, the Xbox, Xbox 360, um, PS3, PS4. Like we've had all of those. Because I've got four, uh, three brothers, three younger brothers. Oh. So <laughs> I'm the oldest. But, like, growing up with, like, 
a dad who's a big gamer. He kind of exploited all that onto us as well. And like, we, we all kind of got into the gaming type of side. Yeah. That's really cool. I know <clears throat> for other families, it's hard because parents are always concerned about, oh, I don't want to get my kid into gaming because it's going to start this trend where yeah. slacking off school and stuff. But it's cool. It's nice to hear that your parents were not so the conventional type. Yeah, well, yeah, because I used to play um, before I got into, like, I'd say, like, PS4 and all that stuff. I did play, like, League of Legends. I was a really big League of Legends fan, um, so I used to play that a lot. I feel like there's a lot of people in the scene that play League of Legends <coughs> or Dota or something. There kind of is. Like, I feel like most people that play Tekken either play those types of games on the side as well, like... It, it was just a really fun game for me. Like, I really enjoyed the whole energy that that game... And it's so different to, like, Tekken and, like, Kingdom Hearts and all those other types of games. It's more like you're working as a team. You're working to do missions. You're working to do... To beat, like, the turrets, to beat the other minions. Like, this and champions. There's just so much going on. <laughs> do you feel like it still has the same sense of community that the FGC has here? I don't think so. I feel like the Tekken community, like the FGC community, is just so much more welcoming, I guess. Like, there's so much more of a scene here. Yeah. Even though League of Legends is so massive, I just feel like I feel more welcomed, if that makes sense, and more connected with the FGC scene. Yeah. What was your <clears throat> first experience like with the Wellington FGC, or just the FGC in general? Was it with Tekken, or was it with another game? prior to it was it was with Tekken so when was it I think Tekken came out in June 2017 I believe on PS4 I can't remember the exact date um but I do remember like lining up because I wanted to get the game and like I was like one of the first people in Wellington to actually get the game on disc and I was like I want to play this game because I played the previous ones before like Tekken 4 Tekken 5 like those ones um and I just really liked the whole, like the character designs, the art style. I just really, it was, I was just really drawn to it. Um, so yeah, I would say my first was expansion. So Jackson, yeah. when I used to go to the, the Rambats that were held in, um, where was it? They had this little like computer place. I think it was called, um, what was it called? not G-Land, it was this other place. It was like this place where people just kind of go and play video games and like PC and like League of Legends and stuff. Um, and they were hosting a their first Rambats that they'd done for Tekken 7. And I was like, oh, I really want to go to this. Like, I'm kind of shy though. I don't know if I want to go. <laughs> um, so I ended up going for the first time and it was like real nerve wracking because I had no idea who any of these people were. And I was just like... I'll, I'll just give it a go and go in there and play. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Um, and and I'll be honest here, and this is this is, I'm not trying to be rude or anything, but when I first met you, because you're a girl, you know, you present yourself in a certain way. You were a pretty face, and I wasn't expecting you to be as strong as you were. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mean that in a rude way. It's just that whole thing of when I played you no, the first I know, time. I know I thought, what you mean. <laughs> Jesus, fuck. Like, man, she's. I know very, exactly what you yeah. mean, and you're not the first to say that. Like, I feel like that's like ninety-five percent of the time. They're what people think anyway. Like, 
I've had people come up to me and be like, oh, you're just here to support your friends or whatever. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like, I'm actually competing in the tournament too. Like, I'm I'm playing. And they're just like, oh, wow. We've never had, like, a, especially for, like, Wellington. I feel like they're seeing there is, or even just the FGC scene in general, there's, like, no, not really much female females in gaming to begin with. So it's always their first kind of thing. They're like, oh, like, I don't know if she's playing or if she's just watching. <laughs> mm, yeah, I remember jumping in to have some sets with you. You were doing complete rushdown, but you knew what you were doing, and that it yeah. it scared me. Yeah, I think a lot of us have a certain memory of you, and so to have that, and then to mm. see you make it to the top eight of nationals last mm. year, what what was it like to to be in that position? Oh my god, it was it was so nerve wracking, like. I've been to quite a few, I'd say maybe like five tournaments in New Zealand, like major tournaments. Um, so this Southern Cross-Up tournament that was happening, um, it was it would be like my first one where I'm like, where there's like quite a lot of people around. Like we've been to like Wellington and that one was okay. It was like average, but it wasn't as big as like Southern Cross-Up was. Um, and being in top eight, like, that was really my goal. Like, I really wanted to try to be, like, in that top ten category. And I was really proud of myself to have come that far. Um, unfortunately, I did have to come across my partner, Dizzle Dan, who's also a high-level Tekken player. Um, and we had to fight it out to get into top eight. Um, so I, I guess that was the hardest part because it was either one of us was going to make it and eventually we had to fight each other out to make it into top eight but yeah, yeah it was and then versing like oh my god what was who was i versing leroy um huang Sai, he's he's a god like a tekken god like <laughs> i never thought i would be like versing like one of the best tekken players in new zealand i was like how could i have come this far <laughs> yeah. like i was really shocked myself like i was like oh god how did I get this far? <laughs> I just thought, yeah, it was a crazy top eight because unfortunately you had your Leroy's and fucking rums, but yeah, mm. we had Safina's and you and Anna player. And I think you gained a few new fans that, uh, that weekend, like showing I what did. Anna can do. Yeah. <laughs> and that was the whole point as well. Like I wanted to show what this character can really do. Like I wanted to prove, cause a lot of people don't like, let's be honest. Anna's not, a player that people or like a character that people would pick up um and she's really low tier she's like not really good with a lot of her move lists obviously in season three um but then in season four she got a lot of buffs so i just really wanted to prove to people that you can be very deadly with this character and she's really fun and she she literally is when people ask me like why do you play anna what what made you pick her up i just tell them she's she reminds me of myself like she's a very glamorous woman which i i do say i might i am myself <laughs> but um also at the same time she's really sassy and she's really she's a bitch like she can be deadly which is what i'm like in real life so yeah. i i just feel like she was the right character for me to pick up yeah no no you're right i can yeah there's a lot of symmetry between you and her i think that's why we love specialists so much and if you're not playing yeah. anna we don't have an anna player in the scene so Literally. it's great yeah <laughs> Also, a quick mention, uh, shout out to Christian, because he mentioned you guys as the Fantastic Four, and each of you yeah. kind of took a, <laughs> each of you kind of took a, a big name out, 
So Dizzle Dan took out Zazob. I think Lionheart took out Neil or Holy Emperor. Like it was a crazy yeah. running of that of that bracket. We went. This is what we done. So we were at our Airbnb and we we discussed it. We were like, okay, what is the goal? And we we were all wanting to at least make it into top sixteen, um, or even top eight the most. Like we just wanted to like kind of get get to the top. That was the goal. And I think we all done really well. Was, really proud of all of us like to have come so far out of like 54s i don't even know how many people participated in in tekken 7 so i was really proud of us like you know we're all very good friends and we came here not only to come to this tournament but we also came to hang out with each other and enjoy the trip on the on the way yeah you've really set the standard high in terms of your tournament placement as well as how you play anna are there any players that you're that you're noticing that are starting to pick up the character because of your influence? Yes, I do. Um, Karukoa, as you might already know, she's a really high-level Tekken player um, from the States. She she mains Elisa and Ling Xiaoyu. She's actually recently picked up um, Anna, and apparently I've inspired her to pick her up, so I'm really happy about that. Like oh, I was cool. really like, girl... <laughs> Are you sure? She's like, yes, I've been like watching your streams and she's always tuning into my streams, which I love. Like she's such a amazing person in the FGC community. But yeah, she's just recently been picking up Anna and I've been giving her little tips here and there and she's been um, tuning into my stream. So yeah, she's really cool. <laughs> oh, that's, oh, actually, speaking of your Twitch, you do get a lot of New Zealanders <laughs> as well as Australians watching you, as you've mentioned, Karakor overseas people. I think yeah. when you play, do you when you play, do you sometimes cater to their presence, like to their entertainment, like trying to not show off with Anna, but um, as you said, just trying to kick the shit out of people with some sass. Yes, like one hundred percent. Like I think a lot of people who are animates, they kind of have the same type of vibe. Like they they're like real like sassy <laughs> like real like they just love Anna and like I really love Anna too and they I think they like to watch other people play Anna and especially if it's someone who has such a weird personality like me like I'm not like your typical person who's just gonna sit there and not talk the whole time in the stream like I'll I'll like say some little sneaky words in the background here and there <laughs> but yeah it's really fun yeah i have watched some of your twitch clips someone i you you dodged a low and you did anna's rage drive and then you said i'll oh, get out of here with your lows and then you combo yeah <laughs> i like, I like I'll it. little things here and there like bitch <laughs> <laughs> no it's good it's good what uh because i mean before you showing up in the scene i would have never thought of anna as a character like that character just was not in the minds of people um do you still feel like she gets underappreciated? There's still some attention Definitely. that she deserves? 100%. Like, I feel like when Season 4 came out, uh, a lot of a lot of people started picking up Anna because she got really good buffs. Like, there were still things that I, I think she lacked. Like, um, they gave her a wall-running move in Season 3, and they gave her... What did they give her? Oh, she already had decent wall carry, and I was I was kind of like, why did they give her a wall running move in season three? Like, she didn't need that. Um, so, like little things like that, where I think 
why would they give that to her when she could have more options, if that makes sense? Yeah. Like, for the character, um, they gave her her downfall one too. Um, it is now better tracking. So I really like how that move tracks a lot more now. Um, also, her new move that she got given in season four, um, what was it called? Queen's Heel? Like, I don't use that move. Like, if you've watched my my stream, my, my Twitch streams with Anna, I never use that move. So, like, it's just kind of, like, useless moves, in my opinion, that they gave her. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm just trying to make it work with her. Like, she's, she can, she's a 50-50 character. Like, you can really do some solid damage with her if you know how to play this character and you know the execution. Because I'm going to tell you, like, obviously you play Lee, who requires a lot of execution. So you would understand, like, if you have to get that execution on point, otherwise you, it's yeah. going to be a bit of a waste. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so when people say 50-50, they really mean it. Like, you can do some crazy damage with this character, but then if you don't know how to execute her properly, then, yeah, she can be kind of useless. Yeah. Why did they give her that new armor move from Chaos Judgment Stance, do you think? Oh my god, like, I just... Like she's that she's got three now, so she's got three power crushes. Like I don't understand why they would give that to her because she already had two good power crushes. And to be honest, the only time I use her queen's heel move is at the wall as a mix-up. So I would use her new move because it is a power crush. Um, and also if they're ducking, it's gonna um punish them as well because they're crouching. Um, so that's a good move, um, especially if people tend to push buttons a lot. It's yeah. good to kind of counteract them and get them out of the way. Okay. If you know they're going to push a button. Yeah, yeah. Got to have that hard read. Well, the flightless tournaments. Um, now, the recent one that just happened, we've had someone pretending or entering mm -hmm. as you. <laughs> um, yeah, you probably get a lot of this... Um, flattering attention i suppose how do you see that if someone's trying to sign up pretending to be you do you see it as a sign of admiration um, no definitely not like i know who these people are um i'm not going to get into it as much but all i can say is like yeah you do you like i'm not <laughs> i'm not going to sit here and be like oh this person's pretending to be me because like it's just kind of like a waste of time to be like salty over the fact that someone's doing that like it's obviously not for making me look good it's for more so i can't participate in competitions if that makes sense yeah because it's your name and and i know who it is but yeah. no, no, <laughs> we're not course. gonna get into yeah, that no. it's just you know if they sign up as you and you get yeah. dq dq and it just it compromises the competition if if people think that oh this this person's participating yeah i mean i don't i don't like it when people pretend to be me like it's just kind of weird it's like really do you get that it's... a lot um i have i did get it on ps4 i did get a few people pretending to be me um also recently this has happened twice now um with the flightless tournaments that someone's impostering and pretending to be another miss clam because like i would try and um enter these tournaments and i'd be like why can't i enter it participant names already in there and i'll be like this is weird and i'll go check in someone would already be signed up under miss clam which is so weird but whatever yeah 
I don't know. I've suggested to Jackson maybe they should there should be a no leniency with this thing. Like if you're pretending to be someone, like one hundred percent. Yeah, like just don't do it. Yeah. But I don't know yeah. what that's a good definitely one. agree with that. Maybe some like verification thing where they have to actually reply to you with a message saying yes I am entering or something. Yeah, something where, you know, there's proof. Yeah. What's one of the best matches you've had in one of the flightless tournaments? Oh, um, well, I can say a match or a player that I really do enjoy versing is Makima or Fickle Tinkers. I really like to verse him because he's so aggressive. His play style is so fast-paced, like, you don't know what he's going to do next. He's going to do a low. He's going to do um, a mix-up. He's going to go for a... He does a lot of lows. Let's just get that straight. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I'm dumb because I'm not falling for the... I mean, I am falling for them and... All the grab mix-ups, like, it's just so fast-paced and it creates an energy that I like to be in that, that moment. Like, I like to be focused. I like to be, all right, he's going to do this. What am I going to do next? Like, it, it just gives me more. I like versing Makima. He's a really <laughs> good player. <laughs> yeah, no, he's good. So you're, if we can bring it back to your career, because you did mention it, you work in the beauty industry. Um yeah uh, <coughs> what um what is it ex what is it exactly that you that work entails so i'm a makeup artist and i work for mac cosmetics so it's it's a like world-renowned makeup brand it's pretty much the best makeup brand in the world that there's like mac makeup counters everywhere um and i've been working there for five years now and yeah it's it's really good it's what my passion was it's what i initially i didn't initially want to be a makeup artist i actually wanted to be a uh visual like special effects makeup artist that's what i initially wanted to do so working on like movie sets or working on uh what's that place weta workshops Weta workshop, uh, for yeah. example um that's what my kind of expertise was before i got into cosmetics so yeah i actually wanted to be a special effects artist and then um new zealand's like oh sorry there's no jobs for that so you could be a makeup artist and i was like oh i don't really want to be a makeup artist but okay and so i've been doing it for five years now and i pretty much got into beauty really early like maybe like eight years ago mm -hmm. yeah i mean I'm, i guess i'm speaking from a typical guy's point of view like we don't put too much into our look maybe some guys do some guys don't um and you were mentioning some of the beauty channels that you've watched um did you study any did you do any makeup courses or go to makeup school i did I, I don't know if um yes yeah, so i did study um as i said before i wanted to be a special effects artist and work on set so i actually had to do a level three makeup artistry course to get into the next course which was the level four special effects course um so i done the first one and i was just kind of like cool oh, whatever get that over and done with so i can get into the next one um done that one really enjoyed it but it was just uh, after i finished my studies was finding a job in such a i wouldn't say it's like a a, a big job where like a lot of people are getting it but it's a very unique job like you don't really hear much people saying oh i worked on the lord of the Rings set doing Gollum's makeup or something like that like 
it's very hard to get those types of jobs. Um, and I was just told that, look, it's probably going to be best that you get a job within the cosmetic industry because there's a lot more opportunities in that that type of um, professional yeah. business. Yeah. Okay. Is there a film or any kind of media that you've seen that you wish that you look at the makeup and you go, oh, I so would have loved to have worked on that? Yeah, definitely. Um, definitely the Lord of the Rings set. I really love like the laid on hair, like the wig making, um, getting like the prosthetics. I really love working with prosthetics. Um, so that's like creating fake noses, um, fake brow bones. Like you can really create anything to um, create a type of look that you're going for. Um, what else did I really like? Um Alien vs Predator, like those types of sets, like yeah. very gory type of um, like a, if you're going back in like the old old um Alien vs Predator, those ones were so bad. I was like looking at the prosthetics, like oh my god, like <laughs> there's so many improvements you can do. But um, keeping that in mind, because um nowadays a lot of visual effects um and graphics designs. We don't need any uh, special effects yeah. makeup artists anymore because so it's kind of dying out um, as it was a big thing like back in the day. Um, now it's dying out because we've got all like graphics designers, uh, visual designers doing everything all through technology now. Yeah, I see what you mean. Mm. But you're the type, and I'm. I guess I I know I am. I like the more authentic look, like the like actual prosthetics yeah. rather than posting it on there digitally. Yeah. Yeah exactly okay i just want to mention some of the the beauty channels that you've um that you've referred me to um and maybe if you could just go briefly into each of them so there was what's her name uh susan yara so susan yara she is a she's i don't think she is a licensed dermatologist but she is a massive fan of skincare and that is something that i personally enjoy like I really love the whole skincare aspect like I'm really obsessed with it to a point that I watch it every day yeah. <laughs> um, and she's one of my favorite influences that I like to watch um, she's she just talks about new skincare that's come out and she really likes to try it and she recommends what she thinks is good to people and what's the good what's the bad of different types of brands out there so yeah, I really love her um, content and what she talks about because she's such a genuine person. She's not only telling you, but she's just straight to the point and she's really blunt, which I really like because mm. she reminds me of myself. Yeah. <laughs> Who's got really good skin that maybe doesn't quite know it? Anyone in the scene that you know? Oh, yeah, it's definitely Milky Cloud. Like, um, <laughs> her skin's flawless. Like, we, me and her can talk about skincare and beauty all day. Like, we can go on for, like, hours. <laughs> like, sometimes she'll come into my stream and, like, be like, okay, I found this new product, and then we'll, we'll literally just stop talking about Tekken for, like, a whole 40, 45 minutes, <laughs> and we'll just start talking about skincare. But, like, yeah, she's got amazing skin, and she knows the products as well, which is why... Um, me and Milky can relate on that type of level as well. Yeah. The next one I've got is Skincare by Hiram. Hiram? Yeah, Hiram. Yeah. I was going to say yeah, Hiram. So, Hiram is, um, I would say, it's fairly new to the YouTube com community, but he's apparently 
the renowned like god of like skincare like everyone knows who Hiram is like if you go into like a little beauty place and you go Hiram they're all going to know who you're talking about um he's just the go-to person when it comes to any skincare brand like he'll just give you the ins the outs the good the bad the ugly about every single brand um really good reviews and um he's not a dermatologist either but he is a skincare specialist and I just really look forward to seeing his videos and you know he's a bit sassy at the same time which adds a bit of humor but yeah I really like him <laughs> what is the what is the feeling like when you're watching beauty videos but they're coming from a female compared to a male do you feel like the female beauty beauty videos get more kind of attraction or reception like is there a difficulty if you're a, if you're a male doing beauty videos I don't think so because nowadays like it's it's huge now like there's so many male influences in the beauty community because the beauty community is such a female driven field like you don't uh, if you go like 10 years ago that would be kind of like oh weird I've never seen a male like you know do like types of beauty videos on skincare or cosmetics mm. whereas nowadays it's considered the norm it's like oh okay there's more males than there are females now yeah. <laughs> like it's it's really amazing and I really love that about um the beauty community as they accept um everybody you know it doesn't matter if you're a boy or a girl whatever you they just accept you fully with your following would you would that ever be a thing you'd consider is doing like yes. YouTube videos? <laughs> yes. Um, a lot of people have actually told me like while I'm in stream, they're like, oh, you should do like a little beauty tutorial, like a makeup tutorial before you get ready for your stream or something. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. Like, cause I can be kind of awkward when I'm like not playing Tekken. Like, all, I feel all like these times you've Tekken... said, oh, I feel awkward or I'm not that social. I'm like, I have not felt that this entire time. <laughs> Literally, like I think because I have gotten used to being in the front of the camera and talking to an audience because of Twitch. Like, if you were to go back three months ago, I'd be like, "Oh God, no, I'm never doing Twitch." But I feel like the more I stream, the more I'm talking to the viewers, the more confident I get when I'm talking to people. If that makes sense. Yeah, you just seem more yeah. socially aware as well. Yeah, like, because if you go back to, like, my first ever um, stream that I'd done, I was just kind of, like, I didn't know who to talk to because, like, I wouldn't know who's watching or, like, I wouldn't have many viewers or yeah. whatever. Whereas, like, now it's, like, as soon as I, like, go live, it's, like, there's already 10 people watching. So yeah. <laughs> it's, like, really different and I really love it. Yeah, you may be a streamer that, like, there may be a streamer where, like, having no people watching having a dead chat just doesn't help but you're the type that has people flocking to her so they'll message and then you just you play off it and then the you know the, the fun begins yeah that's where it, that's where it really starts is when um people start talking and asking questions like how's your day going and that's where it really starts i just start talking from there i have one more thing it was the tiktok influencer so michaela no noguera Nguera? Yes, I think she's got a um, Mexican last name. I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah. She's huge on TikTok. Like, she's probably like one of the biggest TikTokers at the moment. Like, because because the beauty community is so huge. Like, 
if you didn't know that already, like the beauty community is massively huge. Like a lot of people don't know that, but it is huge. Like it's crazy. Yeah. Um, and she's one of those uh, influencers that's kind of gone big on TikTok. And I really, the way she acts is what I'm like as well. Like yeah. how she's so blunt, how she's straight to the point. She doesn't give, give a shit about anyone's opinions or whatever. She'll just tell you what's straight, and that's what I love about it. Yeah. At first, I was panicking because she looks like one of my exes. So I was like, oh, God. Oh. <laughs> no, but then when she's like holding that can, and she's like, I really want to look hot for Valentine's Day. I want to do this and that. I was like, holy shit, she is my ex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you, here's another thing TikTok, could this be something you'd want to explore? Uh, I don't know. Like, I don't think so. Like, I have thought about maybe doing like little beauty videos and stuff like that, but it's such a huge, um, it's a huge, uh, how do I say this? It's just so big. There's so many influencers out there trying to do the same thing. So if I'm trying to make like a, a TikTok video about beauty, there's going to be like a hundred thousand more people doing it every 30 seconds. You know what I mean? Like, so I think it's more about finding the right time the right audience that you're looking for um and just making it different to them to what other people are doing so that they they can see something different every time it's not going to be you know the same thing that 10 other people just done in 10 other tiktok videos the big struggle i've heard is people are sensational tiktok but then they find it hard to migrate their followers to other platforms you're different though. You already have somewhat a community. So it could it could be different for you. It could be. Yeah. I just yeah, I mean what who was it? It was um Big Christian a few TikTok videos as well. There's a few yeah. people <laughs> on on TikTok. Um I'm afraid to watch what their content is, but yeah. Yeah, I did see Christian's one. I was like, Oh, look at her. <laughs> She's going into TikTok. <laughs> on tiktok it's big on youtube it's big on twitch like it as i said before like it's huge like it's massive like i feel like it does better than gaming (laughs) like sometimes like you could literally go on to like twitch and then i don't know watch something to do with beauty and they would have like thousands of viewers like just someone doing a makeup tutorial (laughs) um but like just it's a huge community and it's just skyrocketed like ever since like in the last I would say five years, it's just gone huge, like a multi-trillion dollar company, like the cosmetic industry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, we we did mention your Twitch before and um, you made a big milestone, you hit a big milestone, a thousand I did. followers. One of the few channels in our scene that actually has that amount of... I know. Was and, so it came, and it came, how long How long did it take? It didn't take that long. Um, Three months. So yeah, I'm pretty sure I've been streaming for four months now i think yeah three to four months kind of in between that um so yeah i reached a thousand followers in that short time i was really happy about that i was really proud of myself to have come that far like because here i was thinking oh no one's gonna watch and whatever and then 
I don't know. Like, wait, wait. Why would you, why would you think people? Wait, why would you think people would? I I though? just thought that. I don't know. I just really thought, who's going to watch this video? Like, I really genuinely thought that. I didn't think people would want to watch, especially as a female, like in this community playing this game. Like, let's be honest. You're going onto Twitch. There's hardly any females playing Tekken or fighting games in general. And most of the time, when they do play this. Tekken game or whatever they're not very good <laughs> like I'm just going to be honest because yes. I've seen some Tekken streamers, female streamers and they're playing Tekken but they don't know what they're doing so I feel when people do see a female playing Tekken and she knows what she's doing that draws them in to watch more yeah, yeah well obviously you know how to play and you yeah. did mention Cuddlecore as well and she, yeah. she she seems like a really like she's an MVPA, like she gets along oh, with she's... you. Like she really reaches out and does her bit like for the female like, 100%. side of, it, of the community. And that's what I love about her, you know, like me and her, we've had conversations before about like wanting to get the FGC female community um, out there because they are there and they don't really get a lot of recognition um, like outside of Tekken, like Street Fighter or whatever um, so it's good to get that recognition from a high level Tekken player who's also female and I feel Cuddlecore does an amazing job at um, bringing that to life and you know getting other people involved um not only for her and the community, but she's also helping other people get far in this game and also helping other people um, in the community with women in the FGC. Yeah. I truly believe that the FGC empowers the females within it, you know, just to become gamers and seek competition. And they can ask for help if they need it. Um, Definitely. Yeah. Are there any other females that kind of hold like that you hold as well in high regard um i don't because it's so there's hardly any to be honest like it's very rare to to come across like a a tekken player who's female who knows what she's doing or who's a high level tekken player so i would yeah i wouldn't say just cuddlecore (laughs) yeah she's also a part of like the combo queens as well mm. now i know you don't would you say you have a community like a like a glam gang yeah i would say i have, I have a glam gang like there's always people tuning into um my twitch streams and they'll just kind of come along and i'm here girl like that's kind of like our thing like we say like girl girl <laughs> that's I, I feel like i need to make an emote that says girl because <laughs> that's like literally our thing <laughs> um Yeah, definitely. Because as I like, I'm so, I'm so like new to all this. Like, I don't know how to work technology and stuff. Like, it's such a weird thing for me, like to do Twitch and all these different codes and everything. Like, even Discord. Like, I I don't even know how to use this. Like, it's all very new to me. Um, but yeah, like I do feel like I have a community. Um, ever since I've been on Twitch and they're always loyal. They're always tuning into my streams, always 
supporting the um the channel and not only through Twitch but also through like Twitter and Instagram. Like there's always all those people that are supporting, which I really appreciate. Channel? Forgive me. Don't. You don't I Oh, I like a Discord like um like your own Discord I, server, I mean. No, I don't. You definitely, I don't even know what that is. Def- <laughs> I think for you, you definitely need one. I'm surprised no one's hit you up about that already. I I am a part of... um. It's like the William Sisters Discord, but it's it's like all um, Tekken 7, Anna and Nina experts worldwide. Oh, yeah, yeah. I am part of that, but that's because they invited me and I don't even know how to use... <laughs> I'm so new to this, like, I'm like, how do I do it? Like, all these codes and stuff, and... <laughs> oh, well, you're, you're not doing too bad from, from all the work that you've done. <clears throat> okay, now, my love, we'll get into it. So, Anna, Season 4, your thoughts about her changes. You've already mentioned some of them. Um, obviously, the new move, Queen's Heal. But, yeah, are you are you feeling good? Feeling not so good about I it? I am feeling good. Like, I'm... I... I appreciate what they gave her because she needed these these moves. Like she needed more tracking moves, which they gave her. Um, she needed more. Her um, down four two is a fifteen frame punisher now. Like I'm pretty sure that's fifteen frame punisher. Yeah. See, like all this stuff, all this data knowledge. I'm kind of getting used to it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting used to all these codes and stuff. Like I'm not used to doing all these codes, but yeah, um, she needed that move because she wasn't able to punish certain characters properly she had terrible punishment to begin with so i love that they um that they uh what is it called made that a better move for her yeah her while standing punishment like she's better in the while standing i guess compared to her normal standing yeah yeah Yeah, like she's her while crouching moves her she's got really good mix-up and she can really do crazy pokes and crazy damage really good low pokes that they gave her um also that move one two into four that is also a counter hit now so if someone doesn't duck that and they do attack that becomes a counter hit um so she can really do some decent combos off that now yeah and you mentioned um her her rate like the down forward one two tracks now um, mm-hmm. Not her range, her tracking. Like any other things about her tracking that got improved? Um, I feel like her back four was always a good tracking move, but now it tracks even more. Like if someone wants to sidestep and she can just do back four and that's always going to, you know, track them from moving. Um, it can also counter hit them as well. Like if they move, um, you can't do any combo straight after it, but it does counter hit them. Uh, I feel like her best moves are like her down four one two. That's such a good move now. Like I, I use that move a lot. Like if I'm versing someone who likes to move a lot or sidestep a lot, that tracks both sides. So yeah, I really like that move. Her two two back three. That's a really good move too. It's a good punish. Um, also leaves her in chaos judgment stance, so she can really do decent mix up as well which is very dangerous for the opponent yeah is there anything that you would want to be changed in the next incoming balance patch if there is one yes i would like her to have more uh launch punisher 
punishable moves. So you see like Anna's, oh, not Anna, um, like Katarina, for example, while standing two, that's a really good move if someone was to do a low hit and you were to duck, you were to block that and you were to punish it with while standing two. I wish Anna's while standing two would be a better option, like kind of similar frames to that. Okay. Um, also, like, her pokes are decent. Like, her pokes are really good. Her tracking's really good. Um, it's all about her launches, I reckon. Like, they need to give her more more launches compared to, like, other characters, like her sister Nina, who has a lot more options. Yeah. All right, my dear. I'll take you to your final round, Sipin. So, um, you're good? Mm-hmm. All right. First up. Which character do you enjoy pressuring with Anna's Chaos Judgment stance, and why? Oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, I really like pressuring Heihachi. <laughs> <laughs> um, just like Mishimas in general, because they like to move a lot, and they like to press. <laughs> um, my partner, who's like sitting over there, is like, bitch. Because <laughs> he's a Heihachi main, and I verse him all the time. But yeah, I really like using Anna's Chaos Judgment stance against um, Heihachi or Mishimas in general, because it's a really good mix-up. <laughs> nice. Right. Right. What would you want your next Twitch achievement to be? Ooh. I would say an achievement, maybe to stream better games in the future, I guess, or to get more recognition with the, the women in the FGC community. Yeah. Okay. Who is the Nina to your Anna? Oh, so is that like a rivalry? <laughs> yeah, I suppose, you know, like the cutscene, you know, she, <clears> like, uh, she says this will be fun and you're just like, I'll tear you to pieces, Nina. Oh, that's a hard one because I guess, would it be like kind of like a sass towards the opponent? Yeah, I guess, yeah, I, however you want to yeah. do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would say my partner, because I always oh. do this to him, Dizzle Dan. <laughs> we always, we sometimes can be salty here and there. I mean, it is Tekken. Um, but yeah, I usually would say that to him. He would be, yeah, he'd be the Nina, I'd be the Anna. <laughs> Alrighty then. Alright. Here, describe your ideal holiday. Oh, ideal holiday. Um, I would really like to... I love Japan. It's one of my favorite countries. I would really like to go back there um, and explore the traditional side of Japan and just relax and uh, not get too into the technical side of the country and just kind of look into the historical side and, yeah, just relaxing pretty much. Okay. Maining a character defines your identity in the FGC. True or false? Yes, true. <laughs> Maining a character defines your identity. Like, well, that's just my opinion because she identifies me. 
which that's me. I am the Anna, like in real life. Um, she's just, I, I think that is true. Okay. Um, Kit Kat or Milky Bar? Kit Kat. Ooh. That was quick. Oh, God, get it up. All right. Rate these female characters from one to ten in terms of sex appeal. Eliza, oh. Katerina, Safina. Okay. Eliza would have to be like a four for me. Like, she's just not. She's just kind of a bit too vampy looking for me <laughs> and a bit too kind of weird. And she's always sleeping. So it's about a five. Um, Katerina, 10, 100%. She's my ideal type of a woman. Like, I love everything about her. I love how she's a beautiful tan woman of color. <laughs> um, I love that she's also sassy. Um, yeah, I'd definitely give her a 10. Uh, Zafina, I would give her an 8. She's very beautiful, elegant woman. It's her fighting style that kind of puts me off. Like, I'm sorry, it's just the weird tarantula style because I'm scared of spiders. And if I see that bitch crawling to me, I'm going to be like, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely an eight for me for um, Zafina. All right. What's a beauty product you can never be without? SPF, sunscreen. Ooh, very practical. Definitely need it. 100% like it's gonna it's the best just trust me <laughs> okay what would you say is your greatest attribute um, what does that mean <laughs> sorry uh, I can be dumb sometimes <laughs> I'm sorry um, so what would be your greatest attribute like something that you it could be like a thing that you do a thing that you're known for oh okay um I don't know if this would be considered a good attribute, but I just, I'm a very straight up person. So whatever I say is kind of how it's going to be, um, which some people might not liken people, but at the same time, people do like a confident, straightforward person who knows what they're talking about and is going to be confident in what they're saying. So yeah, I'd say my confidence in talking. <laughs> cool. Opinions. And who is your husbando, Miss Glenn? Husbando? Oh, definitely have to be my partner, <laughs> Dizzle yep. Dan. He's my he's my partner in crime. Like, you know, we 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 play chicken with each other, like we do everything together. He's my best friend. Um Yeah, we we actually met through Tekken, so <laughs> it's been three years, three years and a bit now, so we're still going strong. So yeah. That's really lovely. That's cool. Mm. Thanks again. Uh, Miss Glam, do you have any last words or shout outs? Where can people find you? Okay. Um, if it's to do with the FGC and like Tekken in general, um, you could find me on Twitch. So it's just Miss Glam uh, underscore TK, I'm pretty sure. Miss Glam TK. Um, or you can just find me on Twitter. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Did I say Twitter or Twitch first? I think you said Twitch. <laughs> yeah, Twitch one. Okay, Twitch. And then Twitter is where I would post all my kind of like behind the scenes, like stuff that's coming up or if I want to talk about something, I would kind of have an opinion on it. So yeah, people can either, you know, get in contact with me on Twitter and then they can tune into my streams on Twitch. Sweet. 